0: Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Meister High End. Oh. What did you think it was going to be?
1: Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Well, it's always brought to you by Star Wars. Today's episode, yeah, I guess there's a little bit of Star Wars in it, so it's enough for me to use this as the ad music, but enough about Star Wars. We're going to talk about that later. Right now, I'm talking about Meister High End. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, Meister, whoa. What happened? I lost the music turned it down too far. Meister High End. I'm give, doing a lot of like background letting people know what's going on in the editing side of the podcast saying uh, things I shouldn't say instead of saying that Meister High End is where you want to go to get all your cannabis accessories. All of it. They got hash pens or I mean fog pens is what they're yep. called. They have um, all kinds of uh, dab rigs. They got e-nails. They got Check. bongs. They got Check. Cool uh, accessories and hats and check, check. and uh grinders. Check. All this fresh shit. And if you go to getmeister.com and use the code NHP, NHP? you save yourself ten percent.
1: That's a lot of percent.
0: And did you know that we're giving away a stash tray from Meister High End Nope. Go to their website right now. I'll wait. Alright, hold on. Okay, it should be right there at the beginning. Right on the right on the main splash page. It's going to say stash tray. You see it? Oh, yep. Cool. We're going to be giving away a stash tray.
1: Enhance.
0: In our Halloween costume contest. You want to enhance Enhance. it one more time? There you go. (laughs) In our Halloween costume contest, the whole month of October, it's going down. As of right now, if you want to get a head start, just send us a picture of you in costume. And if you win, you will get a stash tray.
1: No Harambe's. No Pablo Escobar, No Pokemon. Originality counts.
0: That was intense with the music. The music backing it. The, he means business, if you can't All right. tell. All of it. All right. Um, yeah, go to getmeister.com. Use the code NHP. We're giving away a stash tray. I don't think I missed anything. I think we're good. Do it. Let's get into it. Do it.
1: The Natural
2: Habitat Podcast. The Natural Habitat
0: Podcast. What the fuck is happening? What was that?
1: Um, I think you update, bro. Brent, Grant, something happened.
0: They're telling us we have to update. We got to update the system.
1: Do you have like a rewind?
0: Here, I'm just going to pause this. We'll just edit this out. All right, we're going to do the update. Real quick, we'll be right back. I'm sorry.
2: Nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. Patent number. US6506148B2. Abstract. Physiological effects have been observed in a human subject in response to stimulation of the skin with weak electromagnetic fields that are pulsed with certain frequencies near a half of a hertz or 2.4 hertz, such as to excite a sensory resonance. Many computer monitors and TV tubes, when displaying pulsed images, emit pulsed electromagnetic fields of sufficient amplitudes to cause such excitation. It is therefore possible to manipulate the nervous system of a subject by pulsing images displayed on a nearby computer monitor or TV set. For the latter, the image pulsing may be embedded in the program material, or it may be overlaid by modulating a video stream, either as an RF signal or as a video signal. The image displayed on a computer monitor may be pulsed effectively by a simple computer program. For certain monitors, pulsed electromagnetic fields capable of exciting sensory resonances in nearby subjects may be generated even as the displayed images are pulsed with subliminal intensity. The Natural Habitat Podcast.
0: Yo, what is up, everybody? How in the fuck Yo. are you doing? All right. Yo. Yo. Yo.
1: Yo, I feel like I want to play Mortal Kombat and Sonic the Hedgehog
0: at the same time
1: at the same time.
0: I want to play them both. They released Mortal Kombat on Sega, right? Yeah. I didn't have Sega, so uh I want to play Mortal Kombat and uh Sonic. I want to hook them both up. I want to feed the wires. I want to like rip them apart, wrap them together. Hook them up to a TV so that both video streams are coming through at the same time. And fuck it. Both audio streams, too. I don't give a fuck. Play them both on top of each other. One controller controlling the whole thing. Let's see yeah. how far I get. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Bouya. My name is Drew. Drew. Today, we're here. I can't believe you remembered it. That was great. I know. That was good, right? Uh, I almost made it without talking about it. It's cool. But here we are uh today we decided that we talk a lot well i mean we talk a lot in general (laughs) but we talk a lot about how much things were better back in the day a lot a lot of things but in particular we talk about movies and we talk about movie props and how back in the day when things were real and when they actually made little models and sculptures and shit it had this feel to it that, you know, uh made it seem like it was more more believable even though it looks more fake. And it's hard to explain. We have a lot of young listeners out here and they've been uh they've been hitting me up on uh on Twitter or um uh what do the young kids use? What kind of apps do they use? The Instagrams. Yeah, and they've been hitting me the up Snapchats. on there. Snapchats. And they've been uh asking me what, 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 what are you talking about before cgi i thought movies were always cgi they don't understand how this shit was made and it used to be common knowledge when we were growing up it would be cool to learn all these different ways that they did this one of the yeah. first things i learned was that in psycho they used chocolate syrup instead of blood because it had the same consistency it would droop and it was black and white so it didn't need to be red. It just needed to be dark.
1: Yeah, which is all right to cheat when it things black and white, but yeah, real real life ain't black and white, and that shit don't really work.
0: But that was the first time that like that that illusion had been broken for me. I was really young, and I heard that, and I was just like, "What the yeah. fuck? Seriously?" Like, yeah, and then weird, I huh? and then I thought about like the actors that were there, just covered in chocolate, and it like. It it didn't really kill it for me. It kind of, like, opened my eyes to this whole other side of filmmaking.
1: What do you think about the experience Love it. part of it? Like, what do you think about, like, you know, how we get to experience one way and how the people who are acting in it get to experience it a completely different way? Because, like, the people who are there acting the shit out, doing the shit, you know... They're going to have nostalgic memories of the shit from like being there and like being hands on. And yeah. like, they're going to remember it a completely different way. They're not going to remember it the way it's filmed. Every time they watch it being filmed, it's like a mirage almost because, you know, it felt different probably. You know, it always feels different doing it than seeing yeah. it. They can know? never. And it's like there's some type of disconnect.
0: Yeah, they can never look at it with an outside eye. Like a lot of people, I, I've seen a lot of interviews with actors where they say that they didn't even see the movie. Like they're talking about the movie and they're like, yeah, I didn't even really, I didn't even yeah. see it all the way when it was done. So I don't know what happens. And uh, I think that it's like, it's, it's like any, anybody that creates anything. Like when you make music, you don't know what your music sounds like to somebody that doesn't know you and has never heard your music because every time yeah, you listen to it you're thinking about it from a different point of view
1: Exactly when you listen to it it never sounds like Yeah how it would from a fresh pair of like fan's ears because like you're so judgmental and like critical of like what you've done and you're like trying to remember it as you did it instead of just listening to it and like there's yeah. so many millions of ways to interpret like the way that you do something like that it's pretty significant like I us think
0: that, us right here we'll never know if our podcast is good or not because like from us listening to it i'm pretty positive it's horrible but i think that when we listen to it we won't be able to hear it from an outside view so
1: yeah who knows like i always wonder all the time what people's perception is of like us and like we are talking about it outside of the show before about like how we don't really want to ruin that perception for anybody and kind of want that to be like a staple. Right. And yeah, it's, and it's weird. I feel like, I kind of feel like the same way about movies. Like I'm glad that I wasn't there and sometimes like seeing behind the scenes and things kind of like ruin some of the shit because then you notice it later on when you watch the film again. And like, you know, so it it really is like a weird thing that what perspective does to it. You kind of like yeah have to have like a fucking no no industry tip to really like be a true critic or you know what I mean. Like having in any type of like insider knowledge could damage your perspective. Yeah, because it muddies it, it could up. Create bias.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and. uh I think that, fuck, there was a counterpoint I was going to make with that. But I took too many dabs before we started.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I've I've actually said the opposite before. I've said before about, like, you know, it should be, you should be in the industry to be able to critique it. You should have to, because you need to have the knowledge to be able to tell the difference. Yeah. It's, and so, you know, it's kind of like I see both sides for sure.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, you know, us, even us watching it, we don't have any, we've, we don't have any experience making movies, being on a movie set, what it takes to do it. But we have more knowledge than, you know, your regular person or say like somebody that's younger that just, you know, watches movies and is whatever and doesn't really know about actors and all these different things. They're just like, yeah, you're an actor. I get it. But they don't know. Like the whole work that goes in behind it, so we even have a biased view compared to other people, but we can still enjoy it more than an actor could, and there's all these different levels of it,
1: yeah, it's weird it's yeah really weird.
0: and uh i i fucking I love cheesy movies more than anything I love like b rated movies and just horrible, horrible things to where I have no idea why these people made this movie, so like there's a point to where you make something and you're not sure if it's good or not but if you make it bad enough intentionally it becomes good again if that makes sense yeah yeah there's something yeah there's some
1: weird formula that goes on right and like nothing's really everything's by design even if it's by accident it's weird
0: yeah so uh so we decided to dip back and see what was going on back in the day when they were making movies And this all started, I think it sparked in my head. The other day, I was looking for a cheesy movie. Like I said, I love them. And I Googled, like, you know, uh, I found a list of 10, uh, like, surprisingly amazing movies from the 80s that you didn't know existed or some shit. And it was, like, gremlins and all these different things. And one of them was uh, The Gate. Have you seen The Gate? um i don't know it's from 87 and it has little tiny steven dwarf in it from fucking or whatever the hell's name is from uh steven dwarf <laughs> is that how it said <laughs> steven dwarf what's I don't know. it steven uh steven darf oh, from okay. uh from blade Ew. is it i think it might be fucking steven Dwarf. <laughs> i don't know bro uh, blade steven are you serious yeah, Stephen Dorff. D-O-R-F-F. But uh, he's like in a bunch of movies as an adult, but it was him as a kid, and they open up a gate in his backyard, a hole into the underworld or another realm or some shit, and demons start coming out of it. And there's these little tiny, they're called the pint-sized demons in the credits, and... They're just these little tiny fucking demons that are maybe like, maybe nine inches tall. And they all walk around in a little group and they can mold themselves together. And they're clearly made with clay, just all molded together and shit. It was the cheesiest movie ever. And one of the kids was like into heavy metal and satanic music. So it was like he was going to use the power of Satan to battle the demons. And then all of his satanic spells got burned up. So someone was like, here, just take this Bible. And the Bible saved the day. And it like ruined the whole movie for me. I don't even think I watched the last 10 minutes because the Bible came into play. And it was like they saved the little kid who was all demonic. But besides that, it was a solid movie. And I think that sparked this whole thing for me.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at a trailer right now.
0: Yeah, it looks dope, right? uh,
1: Yeah, it does look dope. It looks like right up our alley for sure. Maybe we should, Maybe we'll get to it (laughs) on the
0: maybe maybe i just creeping up in october maybe i just gave a uh little premonition to a future Uh, saturday matinee that's
1: funny
0: so uh so before there was computers and before there was uh you know all of these programs to make things and do green screen work and just build monsters out of whatever they had to actually do this shit and record it and this is like a lost moment in cinema because everything that you see in the past... I, I mean, it started... Computer animation and TV and film started in the 60s, in 1961. And started getting bigger, like, in the 70s. And ever since then, everything's been CGI. So people aren't really exposed to this old shit unless you watch old movies. You don't see this old style of filmmaking.
1: Um, yeah, some of it was still around, though. See, it, it, it goes undercover you know what i'm saying because it's it's both now and it has like uh jurassic park for example is both yeah you know and
0: another example is um is batman the dark knight
1: mm-hmm.
0: they fucking uh they blew up a real semi truck blew up a real street corner like did all these things that could have easily been done in cgi cheaply but he wanted to actually have it done and blow up that semi truck and record it, which is the way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always. Especially with explosions. You want real explosions.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Um, seeing what? how they do some of these, it like really gives it away. Yeah. I'm watching the back to the Future one right now, and it's like super funny, and it's like slight. Things that you don't even pay attention to, yeah. And you should have been. <laughs> some some
0: of them, some of them are like super basic, like uh, like in Lord of the Rings, for example. They did a lot of like perception shit, where they would have scenes with like Frodo and Gandalf together, and Gandalf's supposed to be huge, and Frodo's supposed to be tiny. Yeah. So they would have them at a table, but like Elijah Wood would be sitting like fifteen feet in the background but lined up to the table to where he looks tiny and he's in a he's in a big giant chair
1: that's another one that's a uh hybrid that's both yeah cgi and practical effects
0: and that's like that's easy shit like perspective just to take advantage of it with the camera they do the same thing with uh sylvester sloan and wesley snipes allegedly they're very very short and all of their movies they're either standing on a box or the camera is like at a slight angle up to make them look like they're towering over everything. Instead of like, hey guys, let's go. Nobody wants to listen to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's gonna trust anybody that's under five foot three and I'm sorry. You're always maybe. you're always gonna be like, uh like, uh, I don't know, man, maybe if everybody else dies and you got a plan or a cell phone, I'll use it. But besides that, I'm going to listen to the tall guy.
1: Yeah. That's
0: how it goes. Sorry to
1: yeah, say. Damn, we were we were spoiled with special effects, actually, now that I'm looking at this shit. The fucking uh, Nazi face melting from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And all the Star Wars shit. Fucking.
0: Did you see the thing about um, American Werewolf in London? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's dope. And uh, we're going to get into it in just a second. Right after this word from our sponsors. Update. We have
1: a quiet little motel, when in fact it has now become known as the scene of the crime. you have a vacancy? Oh, we have
2: 12 vacancies. You know this is the first place that looks like it's hiding from the world? Is anyone at home? Oh, that uh, must be my mother. Is anything wrong? She just goes a little mad sometimes.
0: Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly. All right, and we're back. Classic film. Classic film. Um, Another. So, uh, an American werewolf in London, they had a transformation scene where they had to turn a man into a werewolf. How? You
1: ain't got the answers, Sway.
0: Oh, I got all the answers, all right? Oh. oh, all right. And my name's not Sway. It's actually Douglas. All right. Oh, wait, no, it's Mikey Booyah right now. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so.
1: Cool name slip, Doug.
0: <laughs> Stop saying it, man. It's going to stick. It was a joke, <laughs> and now it's going to stick.
1: Holy shit, Doug.
0: God damn it. All right. Uh, just call me Dougie if you want to be like, my friends call me Dougie. So if you want to be comfortable.
1: That's fresh. Dougie, Dougie. fresh.
0: Uh, American World for London. What happened is it took like a whole fucking slew of people, a whole production team and makeup team, six months to set up. What do you have? a uh, you, got, you got a question?
1: Just how many is a slew?
0: A slew is over 20. All right. Anything between 20 and 100, because if it was 100, I'd say 100, over 100. All right. All right. So a slew of people, probably I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like 30.
1: 20. I'm
0: going to say 30 or something. Oh. Uh, it took them six months to set up everything for it to make all the props and all the rubber pieces, and they had a whole fake body at one point.
1: What, just for the one transformation scene?
0: Just for one transformation scene. It took them six months to set it up, and it took them a whole week to shoot it because they had to shoot it all like... They shot a lot of it stop motion. Like, they would put, like, some rubber snout thing on them, and then they would shoot a little piece and then pull it out a little bit and then shoot and pull it out and pull it out, and fucking... It took them forever to do it. And when they zoomed in on the hair growing... What they did is they took a bunch of hair, put it into like this rubber material, like had somebody – it was some production assistant's job to go home, take this piece of rubber, and stick pieces of hair in it just over and over and over again until there was thousands of pieces. I'm talking over a thousand, not a slew, over a thousand. (laughs) And A big slew. Then what they did is they pulled all the hair out through the bottom of it So the hair actually went shorter and shorter and then pulled out and then they released reversed that not released it they released it in reverse so they reversed that and made it look like the hair was growing out instead of receding and just a bunch of little tricks and it took them a whole fucking week to shoot it damn and they could have just done that they could have had some cgi people doing it while they were shooting a different scene
1: is that one of your favorites, or like, do you think that's the one, the
0: best one? Um, I don't think that's the best one. I think that's up there, but it's not the best.
1: What do you think is the best?
0: Well, we'll find out eventually. But I say second to best is when Moses split the fucking uh, Red Sea or whatever in the Ten Commandments back when they made this like this era of movies when they made the 10 commandments they made like uh fucking like ben hur and jason and the argonauts and all these movies like that a lot of stop motion shit and for the 10 commandments what they did is they took a whole fucking shitload of water and they had a trough kind of thing in between it with no water water on both sides and then they spilled the water in to this like opening in the middle and then reversed that and made it look like the water was pulling up instead of pouring in a lot of reverse shots that was like the key super smart yeah that was uh that was like the producer's fucking ace in the hole was the reverse shot.
1: Did you know this is a fact, and you can check this online i heard it i googled it all right what is it did you know that the mask from michael myers was william shatner's face
0: like they took his face off like online. like in face off
1: yeah actually
0: so it was nicholas cage and john travolta they switched faces joined forces took uh william shatner's face yeah. Put it on Michael Myers and made the movie Halloween? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy.
1: Starring Michael Myers, not William Shannon.
0: Did they also spray paint it white? Yeah, they did. Man, that's a trip. I never knew that.
1: I know, that's crazy, huh? They, like, <clears throat> turned it inside out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they couldn't make a CGI face. Back then, yeah. they, I mean, back then. Now they could just put on a fucking green screen mask and then just put whatever head they want on there.
1: Alright, I got another fact
0: Okay, lay it on me I'm so ready
1: (laughs) Did you know Uh Uh-huh That King Kong Was originally Harambe And not King Kong
0: (laughs) That's bullshit Are you serious?
1: I'm serious, that's real And they changed his
0: name because it was controversial? Yeah Fuck That's crazy because
1: of that fucking one zoo, man
0: Mm Mm-hmm Well I mean, sometimes they got to change everything just to keep people safe, you know? I guess. You can't be saying too much. Like, uh, you hear about this guy? You hear about this guy? Uh, you hear about this guy? Yeah, yeah, I hear about that guy all the time. You hear about uh, Michael Savage? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we don't need to talk about that too much, but just Google what happened to him, and you'll find out why we don't want to say anything. <laughs> so, oh, yeah? Yeah. Dick's out for Harambe. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so I already gave my second favorite. Now, my first and a half favorite, so not my first, but my first and a half, is going to be when the Death Star exploded in Star Wars. I just found out just today when we were researching for this episode that what they did is they filled a box with black powder, and titanium shavings and they hung it from the ceiling and put the camera underneath it on the floor so when it blew up everything would fall towards the camera and it would look like it was blowing up into space and now that I watch it they have like a little gif on this page and it definitely does look like that little cardboard uh, Death Star blows up you could tell after you find out that, like, go back and watch it now. Go look at the Death Star blowing up on YouTube, <laughs> and you could see that it's Stop. falling, falling down on you. Oh, am I killing it? <laughs> huh? You're ruining it. Am I ruining the fucking smoke and mirrors for you? Uh, Guess what? The Death Star wasn't real, Joey.
1: It is real. You got it. And fucking Elon Musk is making a new one.
0: If anything, it was real because it's gone. Okay? No, you have to deal the simulation
1: with it. says it's our moon.
0: We'll never forget, but it's gone. The Death Star's gone. I'm sorry that I had to do this to you on the air, but you need to come to terms with the fact that the Death Star's gone. It blew up, okay? It's gone. You wait and see. <laughs> okay. The truth
1: is out there.
0: I'm worried about you, man. All right. We're going to take it's a break. Good. We need to talk about this.
2: Right. These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain innocently they dance innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors marijuana the burning weed with its roots in hell
1: oh shit! in this film you will see the ease with which this vicious plant
0: can be grown in your neighbor's yard rolled into harmless looking cigarettes hidden in an innocent shoe or watch case
2: if you want a good smoke I
1: want to be you will meet bill who wants to pride <laughs> in his strong will poor bill as he takes the first step toward enslavement see this important bill now
2: before it is too late <laughs>
0: Okay, that must have been some sort of technical difficulty. I don't know why we played that propaganda bullshit.
1: That sealed the deal for me, bro. I'm out. I
0: told them to I told them to screen the commercials, all right? It's not my fault. I only work here. Dales. Fucking Dales. What are you talking about? Brant Grant? You call him Dales?
1: Dales, that's their nickname. Right Day-
0: <laughs> I like it. Dales. Dale and Dale.
1: Yeah, so I think the blend is alright. <laughs> I'm cool with it because it, like, keeps
0: keeps you keeps guessing. the
1: old with the new, And right? you don't
0: know. You don't know what's real and what's fake.
1: Yeah, so, like, I, I really like that. I think they only do it just to, like, keep us older people happy. Honestly, like, I think that, you know, that's their way of catering to us because um, the next generation don't give a fuck. They don't care. Yeah. So let's just say that that could be part of, like, our nostalgia because of that or whatever but even knowing that i still find it like we say more tangible i find it more like you know there's something to say for something that looks like you could reach out and touch it it's like something it doesn't matter if it looks fake it still looks real so it's real it's fake real yeah you know
0: yeah fake real it's fake real mhm
1: so you know and and it's still realer than fake fake which is cgi because you know you could never touch that you could never go there you know what i'm saying like when you see the dinosaurs of jurassic park you could go there you could go there right now you can go there and fucking you can go to universal studios and touch those motherfuckers you know what i'm saying like it, yeah. those are a thing harry potter you could go there you know that's a thing now even the simpsons you know are a tangible thing now you know what i'm saying and they have like this real quality about them when everything else that's like, like Avatar, you can never go there. Star Wars, you could go there. Yeah. You know, and... Give and us some I more. I think that's like something, something important that makes you... I don't know, it makes you really feel like you can relate, ultimately relate. And I think everybody searches for that factor, you know, whether it's like in music or Um, whatever YouTube channels you watch or like, you know, movies and yada yada, you know, you search for fucking relatable things even unbeknownst to yourself, you know you don't even, sometimes you don't even recognize the pattern of what you're doing because you don't see it from the outside, you know yeah, but you're still looking for that that real, some people are always looking for something like that so it's like that stuff's always going to stick around I think that it's always been way more impressive to me That I know that somewhere in life I can go see that something. There's a realm of possibility of you know that could possibly happen. Yeah, if I'm feeling nostalgic and I fucking want to make that a reality one more time, I'm gonna go do that. You know, there's not like and a lot of these things are like um, the Shire. You know the shire is a real place now and they can build them everywhere and they're they're actual things that you can go to and touch and still you know recognize and have some type of feelings for because of whatever attachment you have to that series or whatever you know and so you get to like you can go to the shire well now like you know same thing with Harry Potter now you could go there well now Star Wars you're going to be able to go there at Disneyland and things like that so a lot of these things are like true crossovers they become like you know actual realities that allow you to you know connect with it reach out touch it opposed to like other
0: ones like um that are all fantasy
1: yeah like uh transformers you know it's really cool and 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 it's whatever and (coughs) And now you go even go on the ride, and it's all three D. You know, it's not. It's all virtual. It's not real. There's nothing real there, so it lost a piece of itself yeah. by that. And and I feel like the Ninja Turtles, in a way, are kind of doing that as well because of there's not enough real. You know, and it sucks, but it's still good. There's it's you know it doesn't. Oh no, it's hard to judge, you know, because you're so, like, attached to the, the name Ninja Turtles or whatever, but...
0: Yeah, and you're so used to the old ones that you grew up on, and anything that's different than that from the slightest way, you're like, no, mm. yeah. that's how yeah, I am, it. at least.
1: Yeah, so, like, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and motherfucking um, Sesame Street, and, you know, all those things were tangible to kids, too, even though they were obviously fake, they were puppets. There were puppets that you could touch and see and go to. There were places that existed. There were real things, you know, real objects. And and that is always going to be, like, a connection yeah. for us. You know, we're always going to have that. Oh, look, if it was right here, I could touch it. You know, if it was right here. But you don't get that same connect with CGI.
0: Yep, yeah, I agree. I don't even think of it that way, but you're right. So, um... My, my first number one favorite actual uh, special effect is coming in a second, but first, one, <laughs> one and a quarter is the, is the next one that I'm going to do, which is spinning rooms, which they still do a lot. They'll build a whole set inside of a barrel, a giant you know barrel-shaped thing, and then spin it like a cement truck yeah and they'll have the fixed camera inside and that way people can walk on the walls it started with fred astaire he was the first one to do it and then they did it as recent as uh, inception when they did like the hallway fight scene in inception where they were fucking all up on the ceiling and the walls and everything was like turning and spinning they did that with a barrel set like a hallway that was built inside of a spinning thing instead of just using wires or adding it in a post yeah that's dumb so that was another. that's another one that's a mix of mix of old and new but number one is gonna be terminator 2 because they were in a time when uh they had cgi this was the one with uh with what's his face with t2000 or t1000 whatever the fucking name was and he turned into metal and fucking melted all over the place. So they did that with CGI. But they had a scene where uh, where Sarah Connor was doing some sort of surgery thing on Arnold Schwarzenegger's brain, and she peels back his scalp and has some fucking you know hatch thing that she opens, and she can get into his metal robot brain well they didn't have like the cgi capabilities to where they could do like green screen flop it onto his head or add it in post or whatever so there's in the scene if you look it up he's like sitting in the mirror and you could see the back of his head and you could see her working on him and then you could see his face in the reflection and they're having like a discussion. Well, I found out that there actually is no mirror. It's just a hole in the wall. And on the other side is a mirrored image of the set, the bathroom that they're in. And the Arnold head that you see the back of is a robot, like animatronic head. And on the other side of the mirror is the real Arnold. And I know what you're thinking. But what about the two Linda Hannons? Well, it turns out that they got Linda Hannon's twin sister to come, put on her clothes, and they synchronized their movements and they're talking. So they fucking, or just one of them talked, I guess, but synchronized their movements and made it look like she was a reflection, but it was really her twin sister. Yeah. Who I assume is not an actress at all. But they were like, "You have a twin, right? Let's bring her in here. We're gonna do some fucking freaky shit." And you look at it, and it looks just like a mirror, but it was just a hole in the wall. That's number one. They fucking schooled it. <coughs> schooled it, son. Nice. Mhm. So right. I think that we relate to it just because we grew up watching it, and we do a lot of stuff like that here. We do a lot of homegrown special effects, a lot of uh, a lot of in-house editing. We cut a lot of things out that, we're, uh, that we don't want to keep in and we kind of do like a raw form of a podcast instead of a polished, professional, everything's perfect where it needs to be and awesome and sounds all amazing to the ears. We do like an old school 70s version, like an old school 70s movie version of a podcast. And it's real.
1: We do the fucking. You can touch it if you want. VHS weren't. cassette tape version.
0: <coughs> yeah. We do eight track, nine track, uh, go kart track, step on a crack, break your mama's back version.
1: Damn.
0: And your your podcast sucks. I'm gonna say it. You out there listening that's like, I do a podcast and I'm going to listen to this podcast and steal some of their ideas. Guess what? We don't have none. <laughs> so good luck. Uh,
1: here's some noteworthy shit that wasn't in on these lists. Uh, Just from memory. Never ending story.
0: Yeah? Fal- oh, yeah. Falcor?
1: Yeah, that's like, you know.
0: Yeah, that shit was crazy. Or how about... Uh, All time. I'm going to throw... I'm gonna throw Job of the Hut in here. We talked about it before, but it took yeah. three people to operate that costume. Yeah.
1: Um, Fraggle Rock.
0: Yeah, that's all puppets, right? Wasn't that Jim Henson's creations?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really but good. That's another one. All the Muppet shit. I remember yeah. fucking Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island. I had all those VHSs. They were dope. Yeah, I
1: love all of that, and I'm looking forward to all of that this year yeah you know halloween christmas everything thanksgiving all i don't know why you know it's just it's like a fucking tradition now um alf yep yeah alf you know alf is really big for everybody
0: i've been watching uh i've been watching this new show mr robot Mm -hmm. that's like a showtime show or something and uh my homie's watching it too and he just hit me up Texted me the other day and was like, "Hey, did you see the episode of Mr. Robot yet with Alf in it?" And I was like, "Like Alf from like old school TV that eats cats." And he was like, "Yeah," and I haven't seen it yet. So apparently, Alf is in an episode. Nice. I'm not sure how it's gonna work. Like, if the actual puppet's there. Yeah, I'm
1: sure it's a real
0: thing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be dope. I haven't seen him pop Same. up for a while. Oh uh, yeah. He's still out there um, eating cats.
1: Ninja turtles
0: for sure Mm -hmm. yeah those were dope and uh I'm I'm gonna throw in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah those are
1: good all those claymation (laughs) ones like
0: that yeah they had they built they built crazy claymation sets and uh I think they were like one of the first shows to or one of the first claymation productions to instead of making like a mouth because usually they just put like a sticky mouth on the face and the face doesn't have a mouth. And they just put different mouths for different shapes so they can make it say words and shit. But Jack Skellington had an actual, you know, hole in his head because it was a skull. And they had a, like a number. I saw this box that had at least like 50 of them in there. They had a whole bunch of little jackheads. For different mouth movements and expressions and wide eyes and all these different things. And they would just switch out the head constantly.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's dope.
0: So they put in a lot of work, you know what I mean? And yeah, that's still that's still a cult classic.
1: Super time to consuming. I can imagine doing that. Fuck. some shit, right?
0: It's crazy. <clears throat> no way. I've always wanted to do like a stop motion, but it takes like fucking so long I want to say it's uh I want to say it's like 18 or 14 frames per second so 14 pictures is one second of video nice so you have to move everything move it a little bit and then if you move it too far you got to move it back and do it again and slowly so think about if you had like an action figure just to move his arm up into like a Nazi, like kind of arm out movement, you'd have to extend his fingers and you would have to move the arm up. And that would be like at least, at least a week. No. Why
1: why is that your go-to?
0: I don't know why. I made it Nazi after a second. I don't know why I did that. And then I questioned it halfway through and I was like, you gotta stick with it, Mike. You gotta keep going. Otherwise it's weird if you stop. Well, uh, that's funny. you make a, you, you make his hand do the Nazi thing and just think about like putting an arm up to punch, okay, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> it's going to be the tiniest, slightest bit of movement. It'll probably take you, I'm going to say 100 pictures at least just to move one arm. So if you want to walk across something, imagine how much time that's going to take just to make that. And this isn't even any sort of plot progression or storyline or anything like that. You're just walking. That's crazy. So you want to do it? We're doing it.
1: Yeah, man. I want to do it, man.
0: We're going to start tonight. We're making stop motion animation.
1: Stop it.
0: But instead, we're going to use a person. Yep. Who's that person? I don't know. It's like, why? I wonder if that's ever been done. If somebody's ever made, like... Is there a zombie outbreak going on outside? No.
1: The fucking spaceship.
0: That's some heavy shit. You
1: heard
0: it? Yeah, I did hear that.
1: Fuck, man.
0: Oh my god. I, I hope saw, everything's like, alright. Crash. Uh. Uh-uh. I was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> you you should probably turn all your lights off. I, don't know. I would hide. I don't know. Uh I wonder if anybody's ever done like the rules of stop motion animation only with a human subject it's like a human body probably move a little bit move a little bit take a picture i mean i guess i guess i've seen that
1: dead bodies
0: it, yeah i was gonna say dead bodies because it would only count if you're actually moving the body you can't have them move their own body because then they're just acting you have to move them so they either have to be completely still and take that, direction well they, Probably
1: had to be, like, suspended somehow, like, in a fucking harness. Yeah. To where they're, like... Or... To where they're moldable, because, like, if if they had to be standing on their own... Then...
0: <clears throat> you could put him in, like, Forrest Gump, like, leg braces, but, like, the <laughs> whole body. So that way they're, like, you can just kind of lock them in place. And then, uh, this guy I'm making is really creepy. Also, you could kill him, like, a week ago. So that way rigor mortis is starting to set in. And then he'll be kind of like, kind of stiffened up. He might even stand up straight. Nice. So there's really only one way to find out. And that is to kill one of the, uh, what, what are their names again? Dales? Yeah, one of the Dales. Because we can't have two Dales. Doesn't make any sense.
1: All right, what are we going to call this? We're going to call it here, Carson on. and the Jaggernauts.
0: What is that? Our stop motion thing? Yeah. I like it. Let me Let me talk to you over here. Real quick. So, uh, I have like a little bit of, uh, like, a little bit of sleeping pills. Probably like a hundred sleeping pills. Do you want to give them to Brant? And then we'll do the stop motion thing with him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'll probably work.
0: Okay, we'll ask if he wants to hang out and smoke. Because I know that Grant doesn't smoke. And he'll probably just leave.
1: Alright, so. we'll film it after this,
0: after the episode. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, sweet. Uh, So, stop motion. It's going down tonight with an action figure, not a pussy. It'll be out just in time for Halloween. We decided. Fuck yeah, it's going to be sweet. And it's going to be called uh, Jarson and the Argonauts. Is that what it was? (laughs) 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 I want to say that's pretty close. (laughs) It was pretty close. All right. That's what it is.
1: It's Arson and the Jaguarauts.
0: That's what it was. Whatever, Jarson. Yeah, man. Jarson and the Floggin' Blops. All right, everybody. Go out there and enjoy yourself a classic movie. One of these ones we talked about or something else back in the day that was made with real shit. I would suggest The Thing.
1: Uh, and send us your costumes, bitches.
0: Yeah. You
1: want to see them? We'll post them and the winner gets some cool shit.
0: Way cool shit. We probably should make Way like cool a
1: Way cool shit. I think we're going to go cryogenically freeze some poo. What? And then we're going to have the coldest shit in the world and we'll give you that. And that'll be like... That
0: reminds me. Wait, I'll tell you. I got a story to tell you, but I'm going to tell you after we stop recording. (laughs) All right. All right. Peace.